Today's program has been brought to you by Le Creuset. Visit Le Creuset for cast iron and stainless cookware, bakeware, pots, pans, and kitchen and bar tools. For more information, visit www.lecreuset.com. That's L-E-C-R-E-U-S-E-T dot com. On behalf of our family of hosts, staff, and the millions of listeners who have tuned in since 2009, we want to wish you happy holidays and ask for your support as we launch our daily in-house news coverage. Please consider making us a part of your end-of-year giving in 2013. Your membership donation is tax-deductible and the best way to show you believe in our work and the importance of a free, food-focused media resource. Consider donating today at heritageradionetwork.org by clicking the Donate button. Thanks for your support, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sharp and Hot. I am your host, Chef Emily Peterson, coming to you on heritageradionetwork.org, live from a snowy Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This is episode number 14, in which I'm going to offer some live on-air culinary therapy to a couple who's going to be in studio with me. They are struggling in a room in the house, a room in which many couples struggle, the kitchen. Um, first though, I was yellow carded again by a listener. My father of all people called me up after listening to the Turkey episode in which I say that the giblets collectively refer to the heart and kidneys of a bird. My father who has slaughtered hundreds of birds in his day called me up to say that chickens have no kidneys, that the giblets in fact refer to the heart, neck, and the gizzard, which is a specialized stomach, uh, stomach that birds have and some other animals like alligators and earthworms have to grind up food using sand and rocks and things they've already consumed because they don't chew very well. And when my father corrects me, I should um, preface this by saying it's not completely out of the ordinary that I say something completely dumb and my father looks at me like, how are you, my child? For instance, when they dropped me off at college, they came back and visited during parents weekend or whatever. And I said, yeah, I know, you know, my dad asked me <laughs> which direction north was. And I said, you know, I haven't been able to figure that out yet. And he looked at me and he said, well, where does the sun rise? And then I was like, oh, well, in the, e yeah, okay, well now, okay, well, if you say it like that, then I know. So when my father calls me to correct me, it's totally possible that it's because I either, either haven't thought something through or I just don't know what I'm talking about. So when corrected by him, I did what any normal person would do. You know, someone who doesn't actually know everything. I asked the internet. Man, the internet is a funny place. One of the things that I really mourn in the loss of actual paper books, or maybe it's the problem that I have is actually with the cataloging of the information on the internet, is that the order of what you see in a search engine result on the front page is driven entirely by popularity. And so, like high school, it's a totally self-perpetuating disaster. For instance, result number one, when I typed in, do birds have kidneys, was from Yahoo Answers. And the conversation basically goes like this. <clears throat> At Cameron Lee asks six years ago, do chickens have kidneys? My mom wants to know. Now, this is either a middle schooler trying to throw suspicion away from the fact that he just asked the internet to answer his homework question. Or six years ago, in 2009... Mom had like a glass or two of white wine while she was making dinner and wondered aloud, 
I wonder if chickens have kidneys. Hey, Cameron, go ask the internet of yours if the chick- uh, chickens have kidneys. <laughs> or, And we, here, in the end of 2013, get the number one hit on that question on the internet. To which there are many responses. <laughs> Most eloquently, Oh My Jonas says, yeah. And I tell you this anecdote because... One, I'm regularly charmed by the tension that's created between the simplicity and the complexity of the internet kind of rubbing up against each other. And two, because when people ask me what this show is about and I say I answer home cooks dumb questions, I get the exact same arc of reaction almost every time, which is first, oh my God, I have so many dumb questions. And then what's the dumbest question you've been asked? And then finally, wait, am I dumb? And that last one is exactly the campaign that I have set upon to strike down. There is literally no such thing as a dumb question. Just as your taste or anyone's taste in music is completely subjective, so too is the feeling of being dumb. And I have felt dumb a lot in my life, like three times this week alone. Just before this radio show, I made the mistake of having two cups of coffee, which was in fact really dumb. But my father... Chicken slaughterer extraordinaire, duck pheasant, turkey, quail hunter, thought, nope, birds don't have kidneys, when in fact, they do. Thanks to all my Jonas, who said, yeah. I dug a little deeper to the kitchen and backyard chickens, and so I didn't just trust oh my, jo- oh my Jonas. They do, in fact, have kidneys. They're just really, really small. So, easy to overlook. But when I'm asked by someone or a group of people, what's the dumbest question I've been asked... It used to be fun and funny and an opportunity to make people laugh to tell them what I think of as the dumbest question I've ever been asked. But I've stopped answering because if I condescendingly say to someone, yeah, well, this dummy asked me once how to make a pie crust, then anyone who isn't absolutely certain how to make a pie crust is going to feel dumb, which is the opposite, exactly the opposite of what I'm trying to do. I've made a career making people feel comfortable asking me their dumb questions. And if I was to start letting people walk away feeling like dummies because it was worth kind of the laugh in the moment, then I wouldn't be very doing a very good job. And last night I took the opportunity, uh, because I'm not always that great at it, I was teaching a class of high, very high-powered television executive people. And one of them, I had him whipping cream by hand And it was sort of the consistency of melted ice cream. And he was, you know, like all through the class, he was kind of like pulling my leg and he was being a little funny and cheeky. And he said, is this done? And I said, I don't know. Have you ever seen whipped cream before? And everyone in the class went, oh, and he was like, and he like turned bright red. He was like, okay, okay, I I asked for that one. And the truth is, I felt kind of bad about it, which is what got me thinking about this whole like, is it worth kind of the cheap laugh? So I've changed my answer. Uh, If you see me on the street and you ask, hey, what's the dumbest question you've ever been asked? I'll say something like this. Dumb is totally relative. There's a lot of questions that are far away from my experience. and And it is really enlightening to hear the questions that other people have to ask of me and to be trusted with what they don't know, because that's really vulnerable making to be a grown up asking another grown up a question like, wait, So scallops don't swim around in the ocean as like little white blobs. Like I just thought they'd have fins and faces and that's not what happens. Mind blown. So I won't make you feel dumb. Not intentionally anyway. 
You can call me anytime with your dumb questions at 862-242-8599, and you can leave an anonymous message. You can change your name, change your city, whatever it is you want to do. Tweet me at Chef Emily P, Facebook.com forward slash sharp and hot, and be totally fearless because the truth is I call them dumb questions. It's that's like the joke. I'm being totally meta. Um, okay, so sitting in the studio with me, I have an adorable couple who happens to be a very good friend of mine and her boyfriend. And after the break, we are going to do an on air sort of culinary therapy question for them because they have sort of divergent needs in the kitchen. Um, and I'll let them sort of set up their story themselves for you because I haven't had a whole lot of background. Other than that, I know them pretty well, and I think this is going to be a fun segment. So come back after the break. You're listening to Rain by the California Honey Drops on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Sharp and Hot is brought to you by the generous support of Le Creuset. Respect for tradition and authenticity has been Le Creuset's guiding principle since 1925. Yet, their innovative designs and exceptional quality ensure that they remain relevant today. The company began in 1925 when a casting specialist and an enameling expert opened their foundries at the crossroads of transportation routes for iron, coke, and sand. That same year, the first French oven was produced, laying the foundation for what is now an extensive range of cookware and kitchen utensils. Today, Le Creuset provides the finest quality stainless steel, stoneware, silicon, enamel on steel, textiles, and forged hard anodized aluminum, as well as the colorful line of cast iron cookware. Visit LeCreuset.com and shop the full line of cookware, stoneware, bakeware, kitchen tools, wine accessories, and more. Heritage Radio Network thanks Le Creuset for their generous support. Welcome back to Sharp and Hot, everybody. I am your host, Chef Emily Peterson. In me, in me, in the studio with me is real-life couple Allison and Sam facing a real-life challenge in the kitchen with issues. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, the first thing I want to do is let you know that I'm going to open up the phone lines. So as they tell their story, if you want to call in and chime in with either your advice or sympathize with one or both of them, the number is 718-497-2128. Uh, I'll repeat that a couple more times if you're like, yeah, I'm not going to call. And then you hear something that you're like, no, no, no. I need to call and chime in on this. So, Sam, I understand that you and Allison are having some trouble and... I'm going to give you each couple of sentences to tell you what's tell me what's brought you to my office today. So why don't you go ahead and start? Oh, well, thanks, Emily. Well, Allie, like you, has made a career out of making food for people and talking about it and all the techniques that go with it. And I haven't. But she, on the weekends, likes to spend a lot of time in the kitchen cooking. And usually that turns into me sitting at the table doing my thing while she does her thing with the shallots and what's your thing when you say doing my thing what's i'll be you know reading or doing work or but a lot of times it's just facebooking and i'd much rather spend time with her so when i would like to help you know my culinary technique isn't the best but i can chop things i still have all my fingers <laughs> And and I, and I think that I I wouldn't screw it up too badly, but if if I want to help, the answer is you know usually that that she just wants to handle it herself, and if there is something to be done, maybe I can take out the trash and maybe I can do the dishes. But lately, I'm not even allowed to do the dishes because you know that might not be good enough. Um, and and I would like to 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 spend some time with her while she does this. Um, and I think that she could teach me, but. As of yet, I, I've sort of been, feel a little bit sidelined, and and I think that we're really missing out on something that would allow us to be close to each other, and especially it's something that she really cares about. Okay, loud and clear. Now, Allison, I don't want you to react to that. I want you to give me a couple sentences of what brings you to my office today. Oh wait, I also want to say I have absolutely no degree, no education, no training, or whatsoever. I just went to therapy for a long time, so I consider myself an honorary therapist. So, anybody who's going to call in and ask me what my degree is in, it is in graphic design and teaching. <laughs> um, well, thanks, Emily. Uh, this I should say is my first time at therapy, so I'm a little anxious about it, and um, I'm trying to keep a very open mind. And as somebody who I like quite a bit, I feel like you would be the first person. <laughs> That I would accept therapy from, so... It's just the three of us. No, yeah, don't worry about it. And all those people. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't, yeah. They're not there. Um, so, I guess I should say that it's not the cooking. I think it's spending quality time with somebody who I love. And so, um, I guess I'm here today because I feel like I have some kitchen control issues. I have some control issues. We'll just leave it there. Um, <laughs> and that... It would be really nice to do something together. I think it would bring some warmth and sort of intimacy to our relationship that, um, you know, every relationship that's existed for a while could deserves. Um, but I just have a really hard time letting go. I like all of his fingers. I want him to keep them all. Um, <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> and like, and I also like my my like perfectly chopped shallot, and it gives me great pleasure and satisfaction when all the dishes are lined up at 90 degree angles and I know that sounds crazy but it makes me feel better about things in my life that I don't have total control over so like the kitchen is my castle and I am the queen and it everything in there I know that I own and control and there are no surprises and it will be a delicious dinner at the end it is 
absolutely amazing to me that you haven't had any therapy. To have that much insight into your own reasoning <laughs> is actually pretty astute. Um, so one of the things that I heard Sam say was that you are like, you sit at the table, you do your Facebook, and I'm going to cook. Is your, Allison, is your goal to get dinner on the table quickly so you get the cooking part out of the way so that you can sit down and eat together? Or are you actually taking pride and joy in the actual creation of the meal? Um, no, it, like, it will take hours, like, literally hours, and then I'll have to put everything in mason jars and label them. Um, it's, like, a really introspective experience for me, um, like, to the point where I think he, like, I can hear the growling of his stomach in the other room, and I'm like, oh, I should feed him, let me get him some crackers. Oh, you're not even in the same room. Your table that you sit at is not in the kitchen? I'm, I mean, not always. Sometimes I'm, I'm on the couch, and she does, to her credit, do an excellent job of, like, snacking me throughout the day, so okay. I don't get hangry. <laughs> but but you know it's she she has a process and it it's an all day thing for her. And is it both days of the weekend? Or no, is it sort of one it's day usually of the one day. It's my like luxury day. Like some people go to the spa. Like some people, um, I don't I don't know what other people do. I I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't this know. Is how you know you're in the right field of work <laughs> professionally that you also on your on the seventh day you want to do that for relaxation. Right, right, exactly. What are you doing on the other weekend day if you're not cooking? In the kitchen. What's the other day spent doing? I mean, uh, it depends. Like, sometimes we'll we'll hang out with friends or uh, we'll go on, you know, little adventures or uh, try and get out of the house. But a, bit, but a lot of it maybe will just be uh, curled up in bed with a lot of Netflix. And that, that could very easily be any given Saturday. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but together, and you're watching the same movie, you don't have your own iPads with your own headphones and... You're wa- you know, Allison's watching Fast and the Furious, and you, Sam, are watching Postcards from the Edge. No, oh. no, okay. it's definitely the, the same thing. Although that involves a bit of compromise. But you really pegged us there. I do a lot of action <laughs> movies, and Sam does a lot of like. I mean, what would how would you uh, how would you characterize your? I, I like I like I like the the the, the sad things. You know, sad is, God, is happy me. for deep people. So, they hurt me so much. I think movies stay with me for a long time to the point where, at this point in my life, I almost don't watch them because, like, I've I've been trying to watch The Descendants since it was in theaters, and I cannot. It's free streaming, and I cannot bring myself to mm-hmm. do it because I know it's going to stay with me and be potentially traumatic. Um, so you said that it, uh, let me give the phone number out again in case anybody's thinking they want to chime in. 718-497-2128. You said that, um, navigating the Netflix takes some negotiating. How have you sort of learned to compromise on a movie? Well, it, it depends. Like if, if Allie is in a mood where I think that she's had a rough day, I'll, I'll sit in and we will do the Bones Marathon. Like I will, I will be in the CSI or Law and Order weeds, mm-hmm. um, but I, I would prefer not to. And and I think sometimes, like if it's if we're picking something, you know, and I feel like it's my day, I might you know pick something I really want to watch. But if that's a bit too heavy, then I'll, I'll kind of feel bad afterwards that that we'd picked something that could have been this like light experience for her. It should be noted also that Sam is in law school, and so my intense desire to watch crime drama I think is a little frustrating. <laughs> But on the other hand, you're in when you're in the kitchen, you're still choosing food. So you're choosing food to relax, whereas you're like, I want the opposite yeah, of I crime drama. I don't want to see any more prison anymore. than I have to. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm I'm sort of struggling because my my initial reaction. Oh, and also we have not pointed out, and I know this about you. You are Allison are a gluten free 
vegetarian. Yes, that's correct. Vegan, vegetarian? Vegetarian. Vegetarian. No, give me all the dairy. Okay. And Sam, you are not vegetarian. I'm an omnivore. You are an omnivore. And during the week, are you eating meat? Uh, yes. Like at work or, you, or in the house or out of the house? Like how are you navigating that? I mean, if I'm in the study cave for finals, um, then I am just eating takeout from whatever mm-hmm. comes the quickest. And that might be uh, quite a bit of meat, but, but I, I don't I don't eat the meats when we're, we're out together usually. I looked at your seamless history a while ago. And I was like, "What is all of these chicken do- like chicken kebabs? Why is there- <laughs> what who who's been ordering on Sam Seamless?" And then I was like, "Oh wait, no, I know what those are." And he ate those for lunch. I wasn't mad. I should say I wasn't mad. I was just surprised. Mark uh, is mad at me because I ex- I tried using Spotify and it's lo- it's linked to his account and now because I was f- trying to find things to it's go like to the gym listening Demi to Demi Lovato yeah. or whatever yeah <laughs> he's getting all these emails like since you like the Jonas Brothers you might like Demi Lovato and Mark's like Emily this is humiliating if anyone ever knew that this was happening to which I'm like <laughs> so Sam in a perfect world how would your kitchen describe a perfect day in the kitchen together from starting from choosing the dish you're going to make maybe the night before um i think so let's say that we're planning this out and we're going to go to the grocery store um like at the grocery store maybe i could have a list of things that i'm, I'm trying to look for and you know I'll- let's go before that because we if you go to the grocery store without a plan that's that is a recipe for someone crying in the cheese aisle and that's happened. Yes, that's happened to me. Allison is raising her hand. So before you even leave the house, I would suggest knowing what you're going shopping for so that being in the grocery store is like uh, we are going to join forces and we're going to get through this list and we're going to get back home. So I, go, I'm let's totally go back to... okay with like giving her total reins over over the... Choosing the, the choosing of the of the, of all the food anything decisions. she wants. If you could, you're you're describing your perfect day. Oh, perfect day! Yeah, no, she has she has phenomenal taste. Okay, I, so Allison says we're gonna make stuffed squash with bulgur rice and sun dried tomatoes, and you're like, whatever. Love or, it. Or if she says we're gonna have, um, we're gonna try insects. You're you're gonna say totally down, totally like, down, pungent, okay. whatever. She she's she has great taste, and I I trust her. Okay, so Allison gets to so into the column of what Allison has control over. It's whatever you want to make. It can be anything. It can be the simplest or most complicated thing you can think of. Okay. Cool. You make the list together or which would you, would you work on the list together or would you let Allison make the list? I, I think Allison can, is totally capable of that. Okay. You go to the grocery store. So that's number, that's two things you get to do. You go to the grocery <laughs> store, you walk to the grocery store, ride usually, bikes. How do you get there? Usually walk. Okay. Uh, and then what happens? Well, and then um, I'll be usually holding the 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 basket, but um, you know, Allie doesn't really tell me about the things that we need to get. It's just I, I usually follow her, and she picks out the things that we're picking out. But you set yourself up for that because you're letting her make the list. So now she's got control over that, and so it's like, okay, now we're we are in this. We're going to go through this, and it's just like boom, boom, boom. I know what's on the list, and she's already internalized it. Whereas if you took part in the list making. Then you'd have internalized with her what you're looking for. Oh, in and the then I could store. be doing the same kind of like maximization and, and optimizing of where we go. Yeah, and like the order through. that you're walking through the store, as opposed, you're setting yourself up for having to follow her by, by you know, letting her control that, which is good for her personality and probably a lot easier for you to be like, just make the list. Definitely. He's nodding. Yeah. <laughs> but it might be the first opportunity to to like try out the tension, be like. You get to hold that. You get to make the list, Allison. But Sam gets to hold the pen and the paper. So while you're making your shopping list, 
he's holding the pen and paper. You both. He looks. I, he's I like nodding. That. I like she, that. Her whole body language just tends to. All he's doing is writing down, and you're just going to dictate. Okay. This is this is exercise number one. Okay. Okay. So you get to the grocery store. Now you can navigate through the store together. You may even want to make your plan for navigation before you leave the house. Like chunk out your grocery list so that you put all the dairy things together. So Sam. As she rattles things off, have like quadrants. These are all the dairy things. These are all the produce things. These are all the frozen things. So that when you get to the cheese aisle, all the cheeses together, you don't have to bounce around the store. Yeah, I mean, much. like Union Market on a on a weekend is a is a relationship stressor in of itself. Right, it's so, like a, it's like IKEA a yeah. little bit. Oh. But it's okay. I'll give you my spreadsheets. <laughs> She's got <laughs> no, but I do have spreadsheets. <laughs> Isn't that horrible. No, don't give me your spreadsheets. We're gonna start. You're gonna try one. You're gonna try this weekend. Just. All right. Just try it. Okay, so now you've gotten you've gotten your bags, you've checked out at the grocery store, you've gotten home. What's the next, Sam, the ideal situation? I think preferably. And I should say, Allison, I'm assuming the ideal situation is that Sam takes the iPad and goes to Facebook and you spend the next few hours cooking. He's a great DJ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to continue with Sam's perfect vision. I mean, I think, you know, I, I said I don't really know a whole lot about cooking as much as she does, but I would be really psyched if I could, you know, have some things that, that I got to do, uh, like, you know, chopping and picking and separating and whatever it is that, that needs to be done. And, and I would really like it if she communicated with me how she thinks that that should be done. Um, so Alice, I'm going to jump in again. When you're picking the recipe before you've made the shopping list, think about going through and tasks that you can give to your sous chef as you're picking the recipe. So you might want to pick something that has a lot of chopping. Like, um, I don't know, burritos or something. Something that things, or a chopped salad. Something that as you're choosing the recipe, you're already thinking in your head, okay, this, 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 and this, Sam's going to chop. Or pick these herbs or whatever it is. So that you have all of the list making and all of the shopping and you know when he picks up that garlic, that's going to be something that he chops and you're not going to need to care about how perfect the garlic is. Okay, I can do that. You can do that. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Should I, my parents always said, um, never teach your spouse how to ski. We were a big skiing family. It's okay. a metaphor. <laughs> um, and because uh, they were like, it's only ruin. Like, you're, you'll be so mad at them and then you'll hit each other with a ski pole. Okay. Um, should I send him somewhere to, like, learn some basic skills so that we don't get Well, he a- just said he's willing to learn from you. Does he is he lying? I, I mean, when you tell him how to do things, does he get butthurt about it? I don't. I don't know. Do you? No, no. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty. You know, I'm. I'm good at not being great at things initially, and so I, I like to learn. All right. So start there. But if in if in practice, she says to you, "I want you to slice the shallots this way," and you're like, "But I was slicing them my way." You have to swallow that impulse. And take her at her, you know, she, you're going to take each other at each other's words. So now you've welcomed her being your teacher. You're not going to hit her with a ski pole or worse, like a cutting board or an ironing, you know, or an, a frying pan. And you're going to teach him in the gr- most gracious way possible. And you're going to choose your battles. You're only going to teach him two skills throughout the whole recipe, the whole day. You're going to pick on two things that you see him doing that you're like, 
Hmm. Now, Sam, you can ask for as much help as you want. If you want help with 10 things, you can say, show me how to separate these eggs. Show me how to do this. Show me how to do that. But you're, Allison, only allowed to pick up on two things. So choose wisely. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be great, though, because I feel like I have like a missed opportunity of like I'm dating somebody who knows all these things and I haven't learned a thing yet. And I kind of think that's embarrassing for one or both. <laughs> well, you are safe here to be embarrassed. You have been wonderful. Will you come back in a couple of weeks and let us know how it has gone for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this is. This we'll is see wonderful. if Sam has all of his fingers, and I haven't imploded. And you're still in a relationship. I hope so. <laughs> you will be. You will certainly be in a relationship still. Okay. This was really fun. I. I think uh, my. Uh, my brand, one of my many brands, somebody <laughs> said, was, when I said, oh, I'm going to be a culinary therapist, they said, oh, that's your brand. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Uh, except I don't have any credentials whatsoever, which actually kind of make, makes it kind of perfect. Okay, this has been another episode of Sharp and Hot. If you are listening on iTunes, go back and give us a review. It takes a second and it really helps other people decide that they should listen. And you listeners out there are the most compelling reason for other people to sign up for the show. You can call me anytime at 862-242-8599. Tweet me at Chef Emily P on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash sharp and hot. Sharp and hot is brought to you by the generous support of Le Creuset. As always, we air live on heritageradionetwork.org. Until next week, keep playing with fire and knives. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.